Welcome to the Miss Chase Podcast, where we talk about the holistic picture of life. My name is Florence, your cheesy heart-to-heart buddy, and your guide in grasping the different aspects of life. Every Sunday, I post short videos discussing different concepts and goals you can listen to, and hopefully learn from. Hey everyone, it's Florence, and today we're back for the second episode of my mini-podcast series entitled Interreligious Dialogue, a Celebration of Differences, where we review the details from the 434th episode of where God weeps about promoting interreligious dialogue in the Philippines to understand the overall meaning of interreligious dialogue. For today's episode, we have a new guest who will help me dig deeper on what we started last episode. Help me welcome Maya Diaz. Hello, hello everyone. I hope you'll have stopped your stomach before listening to this podcast because Florence and I will surely stop your brains and hearts with new learnings. Right, Florence? Indeed, Maya. So back in episode 1, we shortly tackled the 434th episode where God weeps about promoting interreligious dialogue in the Philippines. From that, we were able to access differences between religions as a great factor to the unending conflict. One of which is the image or build-up perception we have for the whole group that contributes to how we treat or view them. But towards the end, we saw that despite the differences, Islam and Christianity have something in common in their belief of the true value of life. Now, in order for us to practice interreligious dialogue, specifically here in the Philippines, we must first take a deeper look into the two major religions in the country which are Islam and Christianity. Well, I'm gonna be honest, Florence, I actually barely know anything about Islam, even though they have a good amount of population here in the Philippines. I did, however, had a friend back in high school who was a Muslim, and they're actually not what most of us think. They're not exaggeratedly disciplined like how they are presented in the media. They're actually just like us Christians. I agree to that, Maya. Like how Christians have the religious law of love your neighbors as you love yourself. As one of our two greatest commandments, Muslims are also taught to adhere to empathy, which is why they strongly believe in collective morality and responsibility in the society. They even place so much practice in almsgiving to the extent of having a religious tradition of donating a fixed amount of personal earnings to charity every year. Although, we don't have that strict order in Christianity, we're also highly encouraged by respective churches to donate what we can to the poor and needy. Also, Florence, both Christianity and Islam put much importance when it comes to family. According to the Quran, the Holy Prophet said, Don't ever sever your relationship with a member of your family, even if he severs his relationship with you. Islam views that keeping relations with family members prolongs one's life and increases one's sustenance, which I think is similar to the fourth commandment in Christian religion, which is honor your father and mother. Maya, since we are listing a lot of the two religions' similarities in how they relate to oneself, society, and family, I think it is also worth mentioning how these two religions relate their teaching to nature. For the Islam religion, they see the purpose of nature as a way to discover God and for the humankind to benefit from it. While in Christianity, according to the Christian Declaration on Nature, drawn up at Assisi in 1986, the following points were clearly declared. First, is all creation, both with and without 
humans has a close interdependence which was made in this way by God. Second is this harmony of creation is to the glory of God. From this, I think it is obvious how both religions stresses the need to take care of nature for this is a way to be closer to God. Wow, Florence, I think in every particular aspect of life, we have already detected similarities between the two. But I have a question, and I think all of our listeners are also dying to ask. Do you think it's perhaps the difference in their criteria for personal happiness and fulfillment that hinders these two religions? I mean, there are a lot of similarities in their beliefs. So I was thinking that maybe it's the end point that differs so much which creates the rift between the two religions. That's a very good perspective to consider, Maya. First of all, thank you so much for the challenging question. And the answer to that is actually a yes and a no. Yes, because it's already given that they have different sets of tenets and serve different gods with, of course, different ways to worship. And their personal happiness and fulfillment has a lot to do with how they are act towards themselves and how they serve their God. From the Islamic perspective, personal happiness is not merely a temporary state of joy and delight. Rather, it is a lifelong process aiming primarily at bringing internal happiness, peace of mind, tranquility of heart, contentment in this world and everlasting bliss in the hereafter. While Christians view happiness with Christ promises to exceed the limits of our imagination as inconceivable and incomprehensible to those living on earth. So, from what you just summarized, I think it is safe to say that although it differs in many ways more than one, the end point is the happiness and fulfillment can only be found after life with our God. Then, I guess it's not completely different but rather unique in their own way, right? That's right, Maya. And now, I think it's time to bid our farewell stories listeners. I hope that you enjoyed guesting in my little podcast show. I'm in gratitude as well, Florence. I really learned a lot from this talk. Although it was just a short one, I still hope your avid listeners feel the same way. So that's it for the second episode of Interreligious Dialogue, a celebration of differences. I hope you stay tuned for the last episode of this mini podcast series. This has been your cheesy heart heart buddy, Florence. Thank you. <laughs>